children of God, I'm back. Thank you for listening. This is my conversation number two, which is entitled, Kindling for the Fire. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, I love that phrase. It's from the Old Testament. The word of the Lord came to me. The word of the Lord came to Daniel, to Ezekiel, Jeremiah, all of my favorites in the Old Testament. But guess what? I love it even more when the word of the Lord comes to me. Well, I went to him and I asked him, what are these podcasts for? The Storyteller, A Glimpse of Life, Sweet Isabel, what are they for? Who are they for? Here's what he said. He said, I allow Sweet Isabel to come forth to be birthed, he reminded me. I allowed it. But this was not the first time that I'd asked him, he said. Why was I given the charge to do the podcast? Here's what he said. He said, in the midst of COVID-19, a virus that I had already named before the foundation of the world, one that I already knew that I would sin due to the disobedience of my people. I had you sit on all these many years the story of Sweet Isabel until it was time. In the midst of depression, doubt, fear, uncertainty, disbelief, loss, and yes, even impending death. In the midst of all of that, I gave birth to sweet Isabel. He spoke these words to me. He said, you are the kindling that my people need during this time. You are the kindling that my people need during this time. Now, he said, mind you, these times are not the time, time, and a half time mentioned in Daniel and the book of Revelations. No, 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 no. These are not those times, thank God. But these are times, times of great sorrow. So he repeated to me, What I have given to you is kindling for my people in this time. I laughed. (laughs) He is so funny. 
he knew that I could relate to kindling. It was my job as a child to gather kindling for the fireplace and the wood stove. Kindling are small pieces of twigs and branches, small pieces of wood thrown in the fire to help get the fire going or keep the fire going because the twigs and the wood are small and dry. They catch on fire easily. And once you throw them in there and there's a little bit of fire left, wow, voila, the fire is back to high heat again. That's what kindling does. We had a bucket that sat right next to the fireplace or next to the wood stove. That bucket was just for kindling. Oh. So the word of the Lord spoke back to me. That my work for his people in this season is kindling. I said, you're awesome, Lord. You really are. I laughed and I said, is it because I'm 77? And I'm small and dry like twigs. I was only being funny. I knew it wasn't because of that at all. But I waited for him to explain why he wanted to use me as kindling. The word of the Lord came to me saying, I already knew that the people that said that they were mine still would not humble themselves enough to pray. They had already become too complacent, too comfortable, too puffed up. I already knew that they would not seek my face, not even in the midst of the virus. The deaths and the fear of death, those things would become the thing, the very thing that will consume them. They will become too consumed with the virus even to remember to pray. I already knew what their behavior would be. They would seek a cure, but not seek me for the cure. I already knew that they would not pray the prayer that would move me to heal the land. I already knew that they still would not turn from their wickedness. In fact, the wickedness has increased. Men shut in and quarantined in the arms of another man. Men dying in the arms of a man that they call their husbands dying without repentance. Women doing the same thing. I already knew. I already knew that they would create ways to entertain themselves instead of turning their faces to me, instead of seeking my face, instead of being creative in worship, being creative in praise. I told them what to do a long time ago in order to move me to heal the land. 
I pronounced a declaration that if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, here's what you need to do, I said. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Guess what? Heaven didn't hear anything from you. He said, that's what he said. He said, heaven didn't hear anything from us. So now, Proverbs 1, 24 through 31 has become a reality for all of us. Here's what he said. Because I have called and ye refused, I stretched out my hand and no man regarded. All the counsel I gave you and sent to you, you disregarded. You wouldn't have it. You snub your nose at it. So now, I will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall you call upon me as an afterthought, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, he said, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would none of my counsel, They wouldn't have it. They wouldn't entertain any of his counsel, he said. You despise my correction, the correction that was sent to you by my servants, my preachers, my prophets, my evangelists. Therefore, shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. Okay, Lord, I said. So, why give birth to sweet Isabel if you are still mad at us? He answered me this. I never said I didn't love you. I never said I didn't love them. I said they were disobedient and that I have to punish them. I said that nothing would ever separate me from loving them. I still wanted to make them smile. I still want to see them laugh and feel in the midst of the punishment. I didn't punish them because I didn't love them. I did it because I do love them. I know the degree of what joy would bring to them. 
I want to see my people joyful. I want to see them happy. I want to see them laugh. I want to see them repent. I already knew that I would give you a voice that would be a soothing melody, bigger and sweeter than the rattling sound of impending pains of death. I already knew that I would always use your voice to command the eyelids to shut, bringing sleep and peaceful rest to those that I love oh so much, those that are called my people. Your podcast was not meant to distract from what only my word can do, but to prepare them for me during a time such as this, to soften the blow. Laughter is medicine for the soul, sweet Isabel. A merry heart, sweet Isabel, does good like a medicine. Your love for my people is the same love that I have. I chose you for a time such as this. You thought it was over, that you were finished. But I had one more mission for you. I knew you would fulfill it. The people need to laugh sometimes. They need to reflect and smile, sweet Isabel. I will tell you when the final episode is the final episode, he said. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Today, I have many great preachers and prophets and evangelists. Preaching on every possible form of media. There are so many, so many preachers out there. Some of them are mine, some of them are not mine. But there are so many that the people are getting confused as to who to listen to. Some of the people find themselves eating and drinking deep from all the tables. Some of the food they can easily digest, it goes down easily for them. Some of the foods that they eat get stuck in their throats and won't go down at all. Some food that is served up just make them sick on their stomach and they have to vomit it out. They have not learned yet to seek my face about who to listen to, who's sound and who's not sound. The word of the Lord came to me saying, preachers, examine yourselves and ask God if this is the season for you to preach in, 
When you can't preach in the midst of chaos without breaking down and revealing your weakness and your hurt and pain. If a meltdown is the prelude to each sermon that you preach, this is not the season for you. If you are like Rachel who refuses to be comforted, then this is not the season for you. Go ahead and get healed. The people need already healed preachers to take them through this time of great sorrows. When the people have to jumpstart you by praying for you before you preach to them, this is not your season. The faces of the people are glued to the phones, glued to their laptops, glued to their computers. Not to watch you weep and lament over the next round of violence and brutality. They are already angry. They already know how to cry and lament. They need a word from the Lord from the mouth of the preacher who is sound in their teaching. (coughs) Excuse me. God bless me. Sound in their preaching, sound in their teaching, thoroughly furnished and rightly dividing the word of truth without pandering to the emotions of the people or the times. All of this, he said, causes the fire to go out or just smolder. The Lord said, I have raised you up for a time such as this to stoke the fire, to throw some kindling on the fire those fires that are divinely mine. There are some preachers in this season that I have commissioned with a word for people that were here. But every once in a while, they need a little kindling just to be placed ever so gently on the fire. The storyteller A glimpse of life. Stories of sweet Isabel. Stories of your conversation with me. These are all the twigs and branches and small pieces of dry wood that I call kindling. I don't need you to preach. I have preachers. I just need you to be kindling. And I said, thank you, Lord. My question to you, have you had your conversation with the Lord? Has the word of the Lord come to you saying anything? After he spoke, 
and we had our conversation, my response to the word of the Lord that came to me was this. Here I am, Lord. Here I come. Thank you for listening. I am the storyteller.